Do you long to embody mindfulness and compassion in your parenting life? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Mindfully Parenting Atypical Kids. Let's go on this journey together. Are you overwhelmed parenting your intense kid? Could you use some strategies, support, and understanding? Do you wonder how to make time for self-care? think you could commit to five minutes a day for five days? I'm so excited to tell you that I am hosting a free challenge, five days to calmer, kinder parenting. I would love for you to join. I feel like you'll really look forward to those five minutes every day. These are simple yet effective short meditations. It's a quick boost of support, clarity, and self-care hope you'll join us. I can't wait to get started. These are the tools that I use and I want to give them away to parents like me. It's free. Sign up now before your kid distracts you. The link is in the show notes or you can go to Healthy Happy Yoga and look for Calmer Kinder Parenting. So you can invite other parents of intense atypical kids that join you in the challenge and having an accountability buddy can really be helpful and a little more fun. Hi parents, this is Kate. So I've been working on my book and I'm going back to a chapter called Beginner's Mind and thinking about why it's important to to understand this concept of beginner's mind as parents of atypical kids. So bear with me here. Not knowing what we don't know is, can be really uncomfortable, right? When our child is young and we're confused and maybe we're going through testing or taking our kid to different specialists to try and figure out what's going on because we really are confused and we don't know what's going on. That's such a natural and normal place to be right? In that sense of confusion. And it doesn't happen just when you're a parent of an atypical kid, right? If you think back to times in your life, um, I know there have been a number of big transitions in my life where I just didn't know what was going to come next. And I didn't know. That was the main thing is I didn't know. Instead of letting fear overtake us because we don't know, What if we could instead be just accepting of that place of not knowing? And when we've got clarity, even the clarity that like, I don't know this. I don't understand everything. I don't know how it's going to turn out. And that's okay. And I'm not alone in that. It can free us up to just be in the moment. In this moment, what do I know? In this moment, what skill do I need to overcome this one obstacle? Instead of trying to see like a big picture and trying to figure out what the hell, (laughs) instead of trying to see like how our children are going to be able to transition to adulthood when they're two and being worried about that, what if we just figured out how to get through this one day or this one meal or even just this one breath? And once we overcome one obstacle, that 
gives us a little strength, just a little, right? Just that little bit of confidence and strength, releasing of some of our doubt so that the next time, and as we go on this journey, each time that we overcome an obstacle together with our child, right? Each time we do that, we gain a little more trust, trust in our inner capacity so that the next obstacle that comes, we've got that trust in our inner capacity. And each time we say, okay, I did this, you know, I did something hard before. We did something hard. We got through that. So now the next thing, it might be bigger, it might be different, it might be unexpected, but we're starting to learn our capacity and that this is a journey, kind of like a quest. So a couple of times in my life, I've reframed the challenges as a quest and it's been really helpful. Because if you think of these myths and legends, like it would be pretty boring and um, people wouldn't be very resilient or strong or intuitive or wise if nothing ever happened to them. And I'm not saying that having hard things happen is good, right? But just if they're going to happen anyway, it may not be an ideal situation that our kid has the challenges that they have. Let's not sugarcoat it. But also let's just be with them where we're at and come with our strengths and they have their strengths. And together we overcome this one obstacle that's placed in front of us. And together, then we overcome the next and the next. And it's like that with all the great myths, all the great heroes' journeys. So we figured out that one obstacle and we overcame it. And now we're stronger or we've got this special magic potion now or something. We've got some special sauce, some special cloak. Who knows? We can take that to the next challenge. And even if the next challenge is bigger, we're different. We've changed. We're not the same person. And our child is not the same person. So we overcome that. We overcome the next thing. I hope this makes sense. <laughs> I want to read you something about how this relates to yoga. So this is TKV Desikachar, who is a lineage holder of the, the path of yoga. And he's talking about avidya, which is loosely translated, it's ignorance or being misinformed or being, um, being clouded, like not knowing, almost like we don't know what we don't know even. Like that time, so this is how I'm relating it in the book, is that time before before any awareness of what was what was going on, right? Before the diagnosis, for sure. Why do we set out on this journey at all? And he's talking about yoga, the journey of yoga. Because we sense that we do not always do what might be the best for ourselves or others. Because we notice that we often do not recognize the things around us and in us clearly enough. Why does this happen? 
Because the veil of avidya clouds our perceptions. We can, in any given moment, be right or wrong in our assessment of a situation. But this is something we cannot tell at the time. If our view of a situation is false, then avidya is present, and the ensuing action will be clouded by it. In this way, avidya influences both our action and the results of our action, which we will sooner or later have to confront. What I'm trying to share about that is how yoga comes in. Right? For me, how the structure and the philosophy of yoga comes in to support and uplift the path of parenting an atypical kid. <sighs> I didn't know what I didn't know. And the biggest problem with that was I thought I was supposed to know. But how could I know what I didn't know? How can we know what we've never been exposed to before, what we've never had explained to us or learned about or had an understanding or an experience of. We are only human. We all have avidya. And that moment when the veil starts to lift and clarity starts to um, happen and things come into clearer focus can be really painful. And that's often what happens right around the time of diagnosis. Each child is different. A child is not um, is not going to change because of the diagnosis. I'm sure we all understand that. Your child is still your child no matter what. The diagnosis kind of puts them into a, a little box or category, but that doesn't limit them at all. It gives them, because of the way our culture is structured, which... Yeah, I don't agree with that, but that's a different story. But the way our culture is structured right now, it gives a set of challenges and needs that that is sort of a shorthand for, for the structure of our culture to understand and then to support. So it's just about getting the support. Once our kids have the support, hopefully they start to thrive. Right, And when they start to thrive, hopefully we relax a little. If you've got another kid right, who then goes through the process of diagnosis of this process, which can be painful yet again, oh my God, I am sure it can be triggering. But I also want to remind you, this kid is a completely different kid, right? completely different, even if the diagnoses are the same completely different set of strengths and challenges and outcomes. And I invite you to just breathe through whatever stage on your quest, on your journey, you are at with this child in this moment. And see how much you can drop your, your preconceptions and to see things as they are in this moment. And this is what beginner's mind gives us. If we can be with what is without thinking we know what we really don't know. And that almost gives us a sense of relief. Like all I need to do is figure out this one thing. Overcome together this one challenge along 
this lifelong quest, this journey. And each time we're going to get a little stronger. We're going to trust ourselves a little more and find hopefully more ease and more connection through that process. I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to hearing your comments. Be well. So when you join the challenge, every day you'll get an email. These are simple yet effective short meditations. Hope you'll join us. It's free. So sign up now. I can't wait to get started. Thank you for joining Mindfully Parenting Atypical Kids. I really appreciate you walking alongside me. Thank you.